We're Cynthia Vargavisser and Michelle Walters, co-hosts of Mind Power Meets Mystic. Our weekly show is here to expand your mind to what's possible, to uplift your spirits, to move forward with confidence and joy, and to create a space for your collaboration with the invisible. Welcome to Mind Power Meets Mystic. Hey, 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 everyone. This is Mind Power Meets Mystic with Michelle Walters, our very own Mind Power, and me, Cynthia Varkavisser, our mystic. Today, we have the luxury of speaking with Carolyn C.J. Jones. Now, C.J. is a multi-award and medal-winning author, a forgiveness coach, a transformational speaker, and a retired registered nurse of 27 years. Having been a an angry, bitter, blaming victim for 30 years of her adulthood, CJ discovered forgiveness at the age of 52. She now lives in peace, where she is free, living in a state of gratitude and positivity. This miraculous experience guides her writing, her coaching, and speaking endeavors. As the creator of the tried and proven yippee method of healing, CJ speaks to audiences online about the stages of yippee, Y-I-P-P-E-E, which is to yearn, investigate, process, practice, evolve, and empower. I am so honored to have you here. Ms. CJ, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm so curious about how did you get to this amazing space of of gratitude and grace and then incorporating it as a forgiveness coach what was your path how did you get here it is quite the story a real transformation it all started i'm from philadelphia that's where i was born and my family moved as far west as ohio and then I continued to travel west to Colorado and then to California. The most important piece is, about my upbringing is that it was very traumatic. A lot of verbal and emotional abuse, some physical. And I left home feeling a lot of shame, worthlessness, I had a self-esteem and confidence that were in the toilet. So I was really a mess. I went to school at Kent State to become a nurse. And it wasn't until my senior year that I discovered alcohol and how it muted all of those unfavorable feelings. So I started drinking in spring quarter of senior year and didn't quit for 30 years. During that 30 years, I was married to another alcoholic and it was a pretty tumultuous relationship. It split up after we moved to California to live aboard a sailboat and go cruising someday 
We did live aboard the sailboat for three years and fixed her up. It was a 45-footer, so we had our hands full. <laughs> but that's what brought me to California. And how is it that you decided to become a forgiveness coach? It sounds like this is a part of the story that started much later in life. It did. I left the marriage for another gentleman who I thought loved me and he didn't. And I lost it with my drinking. And long story short, I got sober. Four years into it, I discovered a way to forgive my past, my parents. I can't tell you how incredible the feeling of forgiveness is. The peace and freedom that came were just awesome. Fast forward again, another five or six years when I was at a, uh, a seminar called Rejuvenate Your Practice. And at the time I was a photographer selling fo my photographs and it wasn't going anywhere. So I thought, boy, I can really use my practice to be rejuvenated. So I went. Turns out it was for holistic healers and coaches. As I listened to people speak about what they were doing about getting their messages out, it dawned on me that I had a message about forgiveness. It was from that point on that I began studying things like trauma, forgiveness, um, all sorts of different things to prepare myself to be a coach. And that's how I got into forgiveness coaching. Well, that's a really interesting story. I have not met one other forgiveness coach in all of the people I've met in the last couple of years. So I think you must be a very special person to oh. on this particular element of life because forgiveness is part of it's part of it's part of people's deep stories but it's also part of people's everyday stories and I right. just think that's really beautiful so I'm wondering CJ if you could tell us a little bit about maybe um a person you've worked with and what what that what you brought to the um what we brought to the table and and how that worked out okay the best example i can think of is cindy sue cindy sue came to me not thinking she had any resentment but she liked my story of how i learned to forgive my father that's what started the whole thing actually and I'll tell that story too. She realized after she listened to me that she did have a resentment against her father. She thought he didn't love her. So she attended a course I was giving um, and she realized from that that her father did love her in the only way that he knew how. So she realized that she didn't even need forgiveness because 
It was just a fact that he was doing the best he could. So she healed from that. He healed from that and dropped her resentment. Yeah, that's really, really neat. Um, I'm going to take a moment now to remind our listeners that they are here listening to me, Michelle Walters. I'm the Mind Power, and my co-host, Cynthia Varkavisar, is the Mystic. Our show is called Mind Power Meets Mystic. And today we are speaking with Carolyn C.J. Jones. She is a forgiveness coach. We want to remind our listeners that we would love it if you would share this episode with a friend of yours or give us a rating and review or send us an email and tell us what you think of our show and what direction we can potentially take it. We just love producing this show for all of you and we want to share it with as many people as we can. So Thanks for that, everybody who's a listener out there. So CJ, uh, tell us the story about you and your father, because I know that that's an important, an important story to tell and one that has, has um, helped a lot of people to, to see that there might be different ways of getting over things from their past. Right. I was about three years sober and I was doing a self-appraisal. Only this time I was looking at the ways in which my behavior had led to the demise of relationships I'd had with men. I had three close relationships. What I remembered was I used to get drunk and yell and scream at them that they were worthless and would never amount to anything. Oh, I felt horrible. And the thing is, I didn't even mean it about them. I meant it about myself. In that moment, I had an aha moment because it stood to reason and it was logical that all those years, my father called me worthless and said I would never amount to anything. He meant it about himself, not about me. You guys, this was life changing because suddenly I saw him not as my father, but as a fellow human being who was wounded. Yeah. Just like me from the worthless wound. I started to have compassion for him. Then a year passed during which time I went from compassion to anger, compassion to anger, until one day. I realized I had forgiven him and my mother. I believe what happened was I opened a space in my heart by being compassionate and forgiveness was allowed to fill the empty space that was left. I love that. I think that's really beautiful. And I think that that could show sort of a... A spotlight or a flashlight as to you know how some people may be able to put their hard and ugly feelings to bed or get rid of them or let them go or whatever by figuring out how to look at someone else in a different way right instead of looking at your dad as a as a dad you were looking at your dad as a as a person right Right. 
I, yes. I, I also love the honesty of as you're going through this process that there was anger and compassion and anger and compassion. And it was, it was that little tug of war that created the space in your heart for, for forgiveness. And uh, I was wondering if that's how the yippee method start came about, or if that is part of your yippee method. No, the yippee method came after that. A few years after that, maybe three years. And it started because so that you can go, yippee, I'm going to find peace and freedom. And that's how yippee got started. And then I used the word as an acronym to come up with the, the process that one goes through to get to forgiveness, which occurs in the empower stage, the last stage. So tell us a little bit more about the yippee method, because I think that sounds wonderful. And I think it sounds like something our listeners would want to better understand. Yes. Well, we start with the yearn stage because we yearn for peace in our lives, right? And in the yearn stage, we deal with awareness, willingness, letting go, and acceptance. And then we move on to investigating our resentments. Then we look at processing those resentments. And I have a great series of questions, journaling questions that we write about that have been very instrumental in helping people. Then we practice everything we've learned then we get to evolve and we look at doing a self-appraisal as well as looking with gratitude and compassion. So gratitude and compassion are two portals to forgiveness. So once we've learned to be with them in the evolve stage, then we move into the empower stage and forgiveness comes for us. It also comes for ourselves. Yeah, I'm hearing that in the way you're talking about things. And I do think that's really important because I I see it. I don't see it always, but I see it sometimes with my clients that people come to see me for hypnosis. They're stuck on an issue and the biggest part of the issue is figuring out in some cases how to forgive themselves for something that has happened and gone the wrong direction, or they don't like the outcomes of it. And so I think it's really important that I'm thinking of a client I had recently who the biggest issue was she needed to forgive herself. And despite my work with her, she just wasn't quite ready to do that yet. And, um, it's hard because I don't think she could move past some of her other issues until she was ready to get to the place of, 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 um, recognizing, you know, Hey, this didn't come together the way she wanted it to. And she was going to need to let it go to get rid of that negative energy and move move on completely she was already moving on but 
it was going to be harder to move on while she held a little bit of uh, resentment against herself. Yes. There's a gentleman by the name of Colin Tipping. He wrote Radical Self-Forgiveness. He did Radical Forgiveness also. But in Radical Self-Forgiveness, he looks at it this way. The hurt that we gave to another person was all divinely orchestrated so that we, the person who hurt another, can allow the other person whom we hurt to learn spiritual lessons. And that the whole point of our hurting the other person is the spiritual lessons that they need to learn. Now, one day they may realize this and come apologize to us for, you know, uh, or thank us, I should say, thank us for leading us to the realization that we came to. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. With my particular client that I'm thinking of, I don't think that was imminent, right? It wouldn't work. <laughs> well, I think sometimes, I, I'm curious what you think about sort of how does time factor into all of this, into this process? Because I know sometimes, I mean, especially I think if you look at like kids and like who stole a toy and that kind of a thing, something simple. Sometimes people are ready to do forgiveness kind of immediately and quickly. And sometimes people, either based on the situation or the emotional components or whatever, can take a great deal of time before they're ready to look at a situation and and truly release it and 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 forgive the other person. Do you see exactly? A lot of- practice i mean i i would imagine that sort of timelines vary tremendously with forgiveness it does and some people it takes a while like it did with me but other people have that thought and they immediately convert like i gave a lecture that was two weekends long at san quentin state prison and two of the men came up to me after the first session and said that based on what I had said and what they learned, they had forgiven their parents who they said they would never forgive. So for them, it was a very fast experience. And that had to do with the fact, I think, that they were very well self They had done a lot of work on themselves through the prison system. Well, that sounds like a story of, you know, it took one person 15 years to become an overnight success, you know, that it's, it was this huge, huge, you know, uh, a lot of legwork to finally have the light switch come on so that they could have that epiphany. And, um, and again, I love that the part that you were talking about with the anger and the compassion, because that's the, that's the struggle of, 
it's about you. It's about me. It's about you. It's about me so that you can right. figure out what's not, what's your part, but what are you getting out of it? And what are you ready to release or switch the thought on? So that's the, exactly. that's the interesting part for me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you distinguish between forgiveness and releasing? I, to be honest with you, I'd never thought of it that way, except that we include releasing or letting go or surrender as part of the process that we need to go through. One of the things we need to let go of or um, look at more closely is the ways in which we expect things of people. Expectations are resentments waiting to happen. That, that, well, there you go. I think that's a very um, perfect quote. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on our show today, CJ. I think you've really taught both me and Cynthia a lot about forgiveness. What would you like to share with our listeners in terms of what promotions or activities you have coming up? Okay. I'm working on a program called Sacred Spaces of an Open and Forgiving Heart. Mm. It's due to come out in February, and it's based on my two books, Opening the Gates of the Heart, A Journey of Healing. And my forgiveness book, The Art of Forgiveness, A Promise of Peace. Beautiful. Thank you. And how can There's I... There's a story behind that, too. <laughs> it just means you need to come back. That's all. That means you're going to come back. Okay. And tell us more stuff. I'd love to. Yeah. It's lovely. So Thank anyway, you. I should have it ready to go by Jan uh, February at the latest. And it will be a six-week course that we're going to look pretty deeply at things and we're going to go through the Yippee method. Excellent. So you'll get a lot of support for your process. Thank you so much for being on our show today, CJ. It's delightful to have this time with you and happy holidays. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on. This was great. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. 